Hi there, Frank Thacker here, uh, and welcome to the Daily Peacemaker. Last session, or episode, I guess is the proper word, um, we talked about unity in diversity. And um, a couple of my friends had watched that, and they suggested maybe a couple of things where we could expand on that. So um, thus you have the catchy title of this, this episode, um, unity and diversity expanded. But uh, before we do that, we're gonna back up a little bit and look at some of the things from that uh, session. Um, one is unity is not sameness and diversity is not divisiveness. Um, another thing is the um, the need for a common goal. So if you're gonna have a group of, of different um, organizations or different people working as a unity, they have to have a, a common goal. They may express it in different ways and stuff, but it's uh, you can see the commonality in that. Also, um, you have to be able to listen. Um, so the people in the group or the different organizations that are working towards unity have to be able to really listen to each other because even though they might have the same goal, they might have different ways of achieving that. And um, listening is is a is a skill that's really hard to um, to really get good at, I believe. So I might do a separate session on uh, listening. And another part of, of this group's working to form unity is um, the need for nonviolence. We, whether we're individuals or organizations, um, we need to treat each other in a nonviolent way. And again, that's a another skill that maybe we could uh, expand on in some future session. And the third thing that many people don't realize, or the Another thing that many people don't realize is sometimes when um, two groups come together with this way and this way and they work together, they often create a third way that neither of them had ever thought of before. So with those in mind, um, I'm going to try to look at some bigger issues. Let's take uh, the climate crisis. So you have many groups um, focused on different aspects, such as um, solar, wind power, um, carbon tax, um, less consumption, a um, couple of others. I guess there's quite a few that, that you could mention um, around those things, divesting in fossil fuel, um, getting corporations to not support um, or invest in companies that are, are wasteful, getting rid of plastic. So there's just a ton of them. And I don't know that there's a an umbrella organization for all these diverse groups. There might be, I'm just saying, I don't know. Um, but when you look at the different groups that are, they seem to have a a common goal. They might express it a little bit different. One might say we got to do something before we destroy the planet. Um, 
another avenue or perspective is living in harmony with the earth. And they're, they're kind of the same thing. So I, um, I think that if you examine each of those groups or they talked more with each other, and maybe they have, and maybe there is a, an umbrella organization, they would begin to see that they, they have that common goal. So that's the, the goal would be the issue around which they could unite. And again, in, a, in achieving that common goal, they have to be able to um, really listen to each other you know, it's kind of easy, I think, to get caught up in uh, thinking the group that you belong with, um, let's say consume less products, is the way, you know, and you're going to fight for that. And this is where we got to put all our energy. So there's got to be some really good listening and some really good working together. Um, on the flip side of that is the, I guess, so-called... Um, climate change deniers and again they have their group that um i'm not sure what the different groups there are some that think it's a, a hoax there's some that think it's just a natural occurrence that will change others don't want to change because change is too hard they don't want to give up their way of life a lot of corporations um are into not changing because they want to keep their profits. Although I must say some of them are changing a little bit and seeing um, that maybe it's good to um, focus more on working to live more in harmony with the planet because that might bring in more customers. So that's one example. Another good one I think is um, gun control. So you get the gun control people that um, some work on the federal level, some on the town level, some are working about the sale of weapons, others are working on, on the legal aspects. Um, again, a lot of groups, what's their common goal? You know, I would say it's to um, reduce, I don't know if we can stop, but at least reduce the number of killings in this country. And on the flip side, you have um, the anti-gun control people, the um, Second Right Amendment group, the merchants that sell guns, the people that want to feel a need to have a gun to protect their family. Um, so those types of groups. Um, but I would bet that if those two sort of... Um, groups that have a different perspective. I don't want to say, you know, as you think of the other group as your opponent or your foe. Um, it's, that begins to, when you use words like that, I think you on some level set up a, a battle. You know, we've got to beat these people. We've got to win this battle of gun control. Um, and instead of looking at, where's the commonality here? And I would suspect that um, people on both sides want to lessen the violence done by guns. And the people that are so-called anti-gun control, I don't, I mean, it's pretty hard to believe that they um, 
would not agree to the idea of how can we limit the killing of, of other people with guns. Um, but I don't know that there's been uh, much discussion around that issue. So you can see, or I can see anyway, and I think you could, you can also, that it is possible for groups or even individuals that seem opposed to each other can find some common um, goal or plan or desire, um, but it takes a lot of work to get there. And it's so easy, easily, it's so easy, yeah, so easy um, to get caught up in um, thinking my way is the best way. It's, it's really hard to, to let go. So those are broad issues. So you bring it back down to the daily peacemaker, those same principles apply, the need to, to listen, to treat each other nonviolently, to work to a common goal, um, to maybe realize that I want A and you want B, but maybe there's a C, another way that we could both buy into. So that stuff is all important, very important. If we're going to move forward, um, you know, we, I feel we can't go on with this fighting and this uh, divisiveness. It's, and again, I, I think it comes down to individual people. Each of us, given what we're involved in, some of us may be involved in, in some big issues where with a group that's um, fighting for um, carbon taxes or um, renewable resources. Sometimes, even within your own group, you can do a lot of good in terms of um, pointing out to your, some of the group members that get really irate with the people that have a different view. Um, you can point out that maybe that's not the, uh, the way to go. We're not trying to, um, on either side, it's it's not about overcoming the other group and putting them into submission. It's about getting the other group to come over um, to um, help them see the wisdom of your ways. And at the same time, you need to be open to the wisdom of their ways. Um, so it, it, it's a... Um, an openness that we need to have with each other. And that's rooted in the ability to listen and the ability to treat each other nonviolently. So um, I think that's kind of the gist of it. I mean, I could ramble on forever saying the same thing in different ways, but I, I don't think that um, does much good. So I hope uh, this was helpful. And I, I think when we, um, I'll do something next one on, on listening and, and try to put it in a concrete context um, and see where that takes us. So um, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And um, as I have said, um, I will try to end each with a 
sort of an indigenous type of prayer. Um, this is maybe not a prayer. This One of our kids sent us this geez, maybe 10, 12 years ago. It's just stayed on our refrigerator all those years. It's, it's based on a, a Cree sailing, saying, not sailing. And um, it's very simple. Only when the last tree has died and the last river been poisoned and the last fish been caught, will we realize that we cannot eat money. Isn't that great? I love that. So anyway, uh, there it is. Uh, questions, insights, observations are always welcome. You can get us at uh, dailypeacemaker.com. So I'm uh, always looking forward to hearing from you and um, hope your day goes well and we will see you uh, soon. All right, take care. Peace.